And we are on. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports Unhinged. I am Mo, joined by Yujita and Coach. It is our last episode for the regular season. Guys, it's been a heck of a season so far. Um, Thank God. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, now, unfortunately, we have to start this week uh, on a bit of a, a, a sour note. It's a kind of bittersweet kind of thing. Obviously, Damar Hamlin um, the uh, Buffalo Bills safety who suffered cardiac arrest uh, in the Bengals game. I think one of the most frightening things I've ever witnessed in sports. Um, the only thing I can compare this to was um, a year ago in Euro 2021 with Christian Eriksen. Eriksen. Yeah. In the right. football, yeah. And the Denmark player who who kind of suffered a similar incident. Yujita, um, get us started. I mean, what was your reaction to this? How do you see the NFL handling it so far um what do you say yeah i mean first of all it was shocking because i was watching this thing and it didn't really seem like as these all these things do they don't seem like a big hit or a big thing and then you see him collapse and it was very shocking but you know what i got to say is i looked into it and uh i mean if there is a i don't know if there's a positive take out of it but apparently there's there are 29 medical physicians at every game and, and there is a medical action plan that gets reviewed weekly, then 90 minutes before. So you've got neurologists, EMTs, orthopedics, and even an internal medicine doctor. So, and then you got that, the uh, trauma one, trauma level one, whatever, two miles away. So I think whatever happened, he had the best possible medical attention at hand quickly, and that saved his life. So I think everybody's thankful for that. And, you know, Canceling, I think the game is now canceled officially. Yes. So yeah. I think the NFL, as much as we like to talk crap about them, I think they did well to postpone the game, then cancel it. There's no way in hell any of those players could play in. So, yeah. and I think the community itself rallied so well. I mean, we t we talk about our teams, we have smack talks, we put our hatred on each other's teams. But when this when something like this happens. It's just our love for football and love for the players that we takes all come precedent. together. And it's it's amazing. It's like a community. And that's what was really good to see for me. Yeah. Prayers yeah. to him and his family. Now, thoughts and prayers with him for sure. Uh, now, the NFL has decided to cancel this game since it has no impact on who makes it to the playoffs. Uh, the AFC Championship game now might be played in a neutral site if the participating teams have played an unequal number of regular season games and both had the chance to get the number one seed. So it's really if Buffalo or Cincinnati qualify as road teams to the to the championship game. Um, now, you mentioned that the, the NFL have handled this really well in terms of canceling the game on the day or postponing the game on the day and then canceling it. Um, but I, I, I saw an interesting post that uh, Micah Parsons actually retweeted on his timeline um, from a podcast in... Cleveland. And one topic was raised in that podcast, which was very interesting. And it's about what happens to, to this young man afterwards, right? Now, obviously, what he has suffered is something that, you know, increases the likelihood of him not playing another down of football again. This is his second year in the NFL. I think he was in an $800,000 contract with a 160000 bonus. Um, so coach, I think my question is, looking at the, at, at the CBA agreement, the last one, 
Um, the Players Association made concessions on things like disability checks going forward. So that went down from $22,000 to $4,000. Yeah, I mean, is that something where, yes, we're giving props to the NFL on the way they handled it on the day, but is there still a lot more that needs to be done and a lot more topics that need to be talked about a little bit more when it comes to what happens to the players after incidents like these? So, So I think... I agree with what you've said, and it did go down, and that's part of the conversations and always a part of negotiations. But there was a force majeure um, added to the collective bargaining agreement. And so there are a certain amount of, I want to say years, but it might be money based on the number of years that you play in the league or months or games that you play in the league. And then there's also an extenuating um, expense. So each um, team, each, um, actually each team, they have the ability to extend that. I don't, it's not retirement, but it's, it's support of those players that have this career ending within their first three years. Hold on. One year, three year, eight year. I read something where yeah. I think he's going to be okay if he never plays another down of football. Now, what what is okay? I don't know, right? right? What is deemed as support? I don't know. I just have a hard time believing that we we'll, we will read in ten years this young man had this life debilitating issue and no one stepped up to him. I just don't see that in ten years. Now, is it a part of the collecting bargain agreement? I think there are small parts of it yeah. where he will be supported. His medical expenses up until up until, um, which is hold on. Let me say this is interesting. Yeah, if it's not a brain injury, that's what I read. If it's a non-brain injury, which what I read, knee injury or muscle injury or as we said in this point, um, cardiac arrest injury. Um, he is supported through like eight years okay. to make him vested in the NFL. But if it's a brain injury, then it goes into the brain injury group, right. um, which I find, first of all, that's crap. Yeah. Um, an injury is an injury. But right. anyway, I think he's OK um, in terms of the rest of his life, the rest of his family's life. Is he going to be able to play football again? My God, I hope so. Right? I hope so too. But at I the mean, same yeah. time, I very much value the aspect of life and let's don't play this game, right? Let's just celebrate. He's still alive. Let's figure out what do we do next week and off we go. So we'll see. I think in the big term of um, what was it, 1978 is the last time this has happened right. to um, an NFL player. And so let's also don't jump the gun and overreact, whether that's fans or, God bless us, Twitter um, or social media. Let's really take all of the facts. Let's take all of the data and let's make a decision. Yeah. And I think um, the reactions to this incident kind of showed a few of those in the NFL media. Uh, it kind of showed their true colors in a bit. And I, I'm sure you guys saw the kind of the, the tense opening of that uh, episode of Undisputed between Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And, you know, it was it really showed the contrast there of how people view this and who values the players more versus uh, the game, right? Uh, and at the end of the day, like Yujita said, once the incident happened, all rivalries were set aside. Everybody was there in prayer. 
um, and they rallied around uh, uh, around uh, the Mar Hamlin. So hope we yeah, hear I more mean, good news. Yeah. Th this was supposed to be one of the games of the season, and yeah. I don't think anyone talked about seeding or who's going to make seven seed till about maybe a day or ago. I don't. Yeah. I'm, at least I didn't think about it. Right. Right. Now it, it makes the the number one seed in the AFC and and who gets home field advantage a bit more complicated. Um, I thought we could go through it in this episode, but I think it's probably easier for us to do it next week after the, all the games have been done and it's less possibilities and less variations there. But at least we've summarized that, you know, the AFC championship game could be played in a neutral uh, a neutral uh, area if, if Buffalo or Cincinnati qualify uh, as road teams over there. Okay, but now what we can talk about is the other seedings in, uh, in the playoff and the playoff implications. And I want to start with the AFC South. The Jaguars versus the Titans for all the marbles. Obviously, there are a lot of um, other variations for the seventh seed, but in terms of winning the AFC South, um, Yujita, you'll notice that I'm not going to come to you to in a lot of these questions here because we will be talking about them in the pick six. So we don't want to give away what are our game plans here. Um, but coach, in terms of the Jags and the Titans, uh, what are the odds of it reaching, you know, two division teams playing each other for, for a playoff spot, um, what are your kind of preview uh, thoughts on this game? Well, I think kudos to the schedule makers, right? So if you break them down, you look at it, who's playing who, who has the opportunity to make big differences, well done for them. Um, who had any idea that Jacksonville had that opportunity back in – August, we certainly right. didn't pick them. I certainly that, didn't pick them. I didn't pick them in even week 12 or 13, right? Lost to Denver in London. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little flash in the pan, uh, good coaching, you know, really kind of on the upswing, but definitely not playoff-oriented. Playoffs? Playoffs? So Jags? <laughs> um, I like it that it's all the marbles. Can you also give some credit to Tennessee and that coach? Um, they've really done a good job with, my goodness, their general manager got fired of not providing opportunities for putting players where they needed players. So they traded away uh, um, their best wide receiver. Um, they had no real backup other than a rookie of their quarterback. Now, you can say what you want to say about the quarterback, but he is consistent. Yeah. Um, where he's good, he's good. Where he's not, he's consistently not. Um, they got the best running back in football. They have the best running offensive line in football. Um, so give give a little bit of a shout out to that coach. I love it, man. All the marbles. Let's play. Let's rock and roll. I think that happened last week. Who was that? Tampa and Carolina. Oh, wait, we won't talk about that. But No, um, that's not on this. Apartment. Yeah, that's it's, it's not on the that. agenda today. I think we uh, – I like it for all the marbles. I, yeah. I've had the opportunity to coach – in a few of those seasons where we were predicted first or second and our rival was predicted first or second. And the last game of the year, as it always said, we got to play for the, all the marbles first place. You get the buy, which back in Texas high school playoffs, you got that. If you won, um, it's awesome. It's awesome in the week. It's awesome for your players to go through it. The conversations, the coach speak, the, the seriousness, yeah. right. It's just it's it's an awesome opportunity for them. Um, I'm a little worried for Tennessee. I got to be honest. Um, I don't think um, Malik Willis is playing as 
Pickens to whatever that Pickett? guy's name is. Yeah, Pickens. <laughs> Picker to Pickens, whatever. George Pickens. Yeah. So I just wonder. I'm I'm a little worried for them. Yeah. Um, I do like Jacksonville. I like them on the upswing. I really like their coach, as I said last week. All right. Now there are other three other teams vying for the seventh seed, uh, all with an eight and eight record. So all on the line. And of course, the New England Patriots are in that mix. Uh, Bill Belichick. Somehow, some way, they're there, and they're in the driving seat of this one. I mean, they clinch with the win at Buffalo. Or if Miami, Pittsburgh, uh, Miami and Pittsburgh lose and the and the Jacksonville Jaguars win. Now the Dolphins need to beat the Jets, which I mean the baby Jets looked as hot as anybody a few weeks ago when we were talking about them. Uh, probably almost as a short thing for the for the playoffs. They're out of contention now. Um, so the Dolphins get, get through with the with the Patriots loss. The Steelers, 8-8, eight and eight, and their head coach Tomlin's uh, winning record uh, could still be alive after this uh, this week as well. They clinch with a win against the Browns and a Miami and a New England loss. And there is one extreme possibility here where... Mental math is killing me. Yeah, I mean, I, I might have to put a graphic down. on that on the screen. Um, but there is a possibility that the Jags could still lose and go through with Tennessee if Miami, the Patriots, and the Steelers all lose their games as well. So we could still see two teams from the AFC South, which I would have bet on as done with the AFC South. We want to be done with the AFC South. Exactly. So all of that is uh is there now, coach. In in terms of who do you think will will get through here? Um Obviously, the Patriots are more in control, but they'll have to beat a Buffalo team, which might not be mentally all there after the incident. Uh, if you had to pick between the Pats, the Dolphins, and the Steelers, who would you go for? Well, first of all, there's so much to happen for the Steelers and the Dolphins to get in. My money would be on New England, right? One game, you're when you're in. He is the most accomplished current head coach in football maybe tied with Tomlin, if, we're, if yeah. we're being honest. So I like that. But if if you're asking me who do I not want to play in the first round, as we've said before, I don't want to play San Diego. And right now I might not want to play Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. The rookie's playing pretty well. Their defense is playing unbelievably well. Um, so if I had to pick for just a simple statistical analysis of the pick, I'll take New England because I don't think Buffalo will come in all guns a-blazing. Um, I think they will play who they need to play when they need to play. I don't think their emotions will necessarily be super high or they'll be so high it'll be a negative. So I'll take New England if you make me make a pick. Now, Yujita, the New England game is not part of our pick six today. So I'll, I'll, I'll direct the question at you today just in terms of do you think New England goes through or is there another possibility there? Yeah, I mean, again, it's tough to say with what kind of Buffalo team takes that field. I mean, yeah. either they're mentally still not there or they want to prove a point or they want to get back in the fray for Damar and his family. You know I mean? Right. This is where on the day we'll, we'll kind of decide because we know New England's, they're defensively, they're good, but on offense, we still know there's nothing there. And Buffalo is kind of, you know, on all cylinders at the moment. So, look, I agree with Coach. I mean, I think New England is going to kind of sneak in to that playoff, maybe. But I also have a sneaky feeling that somehow Mike Tomlin's ugly magic works 
And guess what? Pittsburgh is now in the playoffs. Miami's too too injured and too wavered at the moment to do anything. Yeah, I think Miami and the Jets are probably the two biggest disappointments of, of, of the regular season so far in the AFC. Uh, now, moving over to the NFC, uh, and Yujita, your, your Eagles uh, seem like they, they seem to be in the driver's seat. Sure thing for the number one seed there, but there is a possibility of them losing that if they lose against a New York Giants team. <laughs> a New York Giants team. It's a week 18 flu, y'all. It's yeah, a week 18 flu. Now, so, yeah. so the a Giants team that punched their ticket to the playoffs last week along with the Bucks. Uh, so San Francisco could actually steal that number one seed with a, if they win their game against uh, Arizona and you lose your game Which against the Giants. Um, there is an uh, kind of a, an unlikely scenario that if both the Eagles and San Francisco lose when the Cowboys win, that the Cowboys become the number one seed and everybody and, and win the division. And win, win the, the division, division. And, and and that would be a bigger slap on the face than anything else. So exactly, do, yeah. Forget how, first seed. <laughs> how do you like your chances here? Talk us through your thoughts going into week 18. I think I like it, first of all, because Giants could, could not, you know, be playing some starters because they're already through. That's one thing to look at. Jalen Hurts has been practicing hard. He'll 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 come in. So I think the Eagles will go all out regardless of what the Giants bring on the field because they've got to prove points on defense. they got to prove that Jalen Hurts is, is still on. And I think they'll go all the way because you get the first seed, you get a bye, so you have a rest there as well. So I think if we're probably two or three scores up ahead in the second half, third, uh, third quarter, I think they'll rest starters. But I am very, very keen to see what Jonathan Gannon has done with the defense because yeah. the last few weeks, I mean, it, it's tough to watch against the Saints, you know, soft corners. There's no press going on. Five-man fronts when it's not working out. So. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, for me, I just want to see that defense come out, play their best, no matter what's happening in that game, whether we're winning by 30, 40 points, whatever. So, um, yeah, I think we will we'll still make the first seed. And, you know, and then uh, we do not want Dallas to win the division. So they'll go all out. I think the Eagles will go all out to prove a point here. Coach, what are your expectations? Well, I think the Eagles have probably gotten lucky. I think the Giants will rest quite a bit of players. Um, they're, um, what I read on their offensive line, they have two questionables um, and one doubtful. I think all three of them will not play for the Giants. So I, I think that's probably positive. However, um, I think it's in the best interest of Philly to play all their starters with their starting quarterback on offense. Yeah. Defense, maybe not so much. Just to just in case, even if they get the bye, just getting him outside of his rust, not in the first game in the playoffs. Right. Um, I, I, I agree. Good Lord. I agree with you, Jitha. I think Philly will win. I think they'll be the first um, seed. So fly. <laughs> but, but what I'm what I'm worried about is if they don't play Hurts or they recognize that they don't need him, how rusty will he be even after a week off um, in the bye? And I think that could harm them or hurt them. Um, I hope for a doomsday scenario, not because I'm a Dallas fan, because everyone knows I'm not, even though I'm married to one. 
Yeah. Um, I just like to see those kind of things in football and who thinks and what about and can we? Um, <clears throat> first of all, just to make Skip Bayless go, oh, the Cowboys or what's the, what's right. the guy on ESPN? I can't think of him. Shannon. He smokes a cigar and yeah. has his hat on. And how about them Cowboys? So um, I think Philly, I think they're comfortable. I think they're okay. But I think Hertz needs some game time. I agree. Look, uh, the, the way he's been practicing hard, he definitely wants to play. And I think they will. They will play him. We'll see. Yeah, I think the odds are that he starts the game and the playoffs oh, maybe yeah. start today for, I mean, on the day for the Eagles. Now, on the seventh seed, there are three teams that are vying for that position. And in the driver's seat is Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers. He did say that there's a path for them to reach the playoffs. We all but ruled him out. And yet here they are. They yeah. win against Detroit. And it's against Detroit, you know, another great story. For the season, a team that started terribly and then they got hot. And it's for all the marbles again. Now, Detroit need a win and they need Seattle to lose to the Rams to, to get through. So it's not as straightforward as, as it is um, for, for the Detroit team. Seattle obviously need to win and hope that Green Bay loses. Um, but it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers in a do or die scenario. Um, coach, what do you think happens here? I found it interesting. There was, um, I was watching, I think it, because no one talked on Tuesday because of obviously the injury from Monday night. Yeah. Um, a reporter asked um, Aaron Rodgers, and it, was, it wasn't reported. I just happened to be watching the recording because I'm silly like that as a former coach. And he asked him, he said, listen, it's, it's obvious you're starting to gel with your right wide receivers and you guys are starting to get into the timing. Would you agree with that? And he said, yes, I think we put in the work. We've done this. We've done that. And then he said, if you had attended the mini camps and the preseason camps, do you think that you wouldn't have to be worrying about when to get in? Right. And he just bristled and he just went, next question. Just skipped it. Why? Um. So I just wonder if there are parts of him that it's all about me, 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 me. That's how I perceive him. Maybe that's shame on me, 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 coach. Right. Um, I would love for Detroit to get in. And I think they'll do well in the playoffs. I, I think they have a now, chance. If, of I, if I really look at in, in all the history of the Rams in Seattle, um, the Rams always play them tough. Even way back in the Jeff Fisher days when yeah. when um, Seattle was playing very well and they had the beast mode, the Rams always played them tough and always split with them in the season. I wonder if that doesn't happen. I would love for Detroit to get in. However, if you ask me to bet money, I'm going to put my money to win the game, not cover, to win the game on Aaron Rodgers. On Aaron Rodgers. All right. I, I don't think there's much more that we could say or debate without getting into the pick six segment, right? So I, I'm going to shift to that now, and maybe we can have more debates on that. Um, insane uh, what happened. I was in a comfortable lead, three points uh, at the end of last week. Comfortable uh, lead. And it, you guys know know the rules here. It's three games every week. We pick against the spread, against the over-under. Me versus Yujita for the season. One point for every correct pick and two points if we beat Coach. The loser, we said, this year after the regular season would have to sit in a fast food restaurant 
most likely McDonald's for 10 hours and you eat a burger to deduct an hour out of your time before you are released. Uh, Hold uh, on, most likely McDonald's or McDonald's? Yeah, we'll make it I McDonald's. Th I thought we let's, were, let's, let's I thought it was McDonald's. done. Yeah, yeah, and, it, it is McDonald's. And that you got the sponsorship and everything. And everything, you? right? So looking at the scores last week, I was ahead by three points. Coach, two out of six, you gave so many beat the expert opportunities and Yujita took full advantage okay. of that. Three beat the expert picks for Yujita. Mm -hmm. He won seven and four on the week. And unbelievable, going into the final right. week of the season, it is all square at 65 points each. So it's going to come down to this week uh, and the picks that we make to decide who wins the season. Uh, Yujita, I mean, it's a hard fought season so far. And uh, I look forward um, to beating you in this uh, in this last week of the season. Yeah. Keep looking, baby. Keep looking. All right. So, Coach, I we're going to do it a bit differently this time. Instead of three games, we're going to do four. And we're going to include the Chicago game there in honor of our late friend Mark Sherman. Um, I think he would uh, chuckle to see that we are tussling all the way to the end of the season here. Um, so let's let's take it away with the first game. It's the one that we've talked about, the AFC South for the championship or the, for the division championship here. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Coach, give us the odds here. All right. The Jacksonville Jaguars are minus six and a half favorites. My goodness, almost a touchdown. Uh, and the over under is 40. Mohammed, take us away. I, I really thought hard about this one. All right. Uh, so... For me, the, the Jags are going to win this game, right? I I, I know that. Our, I pick them. They're the hotter team. I like the coach, like you said. Um, they're the team that's, yeah, Tennessee have been good, but I, ju I just like the Jags. I like Peterson. Um, so I was just struggling on, on that spread and that over-under. And by the way, the over-unders are as important because that's where Yujita kind of uh, hurt me last week as well. I'm going for a low-scoring game. I think the tensions will be high. So I'm going for a 17-15 score to Jacksonville. So Jacksonville wins the game, but Tennessee covers the six and a half, and I roll with the under. Yujita. 17-15. Yes. Wow. So, huh. so guess what, folks? I think we have a winner end of, end of next week because here we go. <laughs> here we go. Take it away. Uh, here we go. All right, this is two teams that are trending opposite direction. Jags are five and one in the last six weeks. Like Coach said, man, it's coaching. It's uh, Lawrence turning a leaf after that Denver game. Etienne, all these guys are doing well. Tennessee injured, so I don't see them making any headway. Uh, who's their quarterback for this week? Josh Malik Dobbs. Dobbs. No, I think it's Josh Dobbs. Oh, Dobbs is gonna rise. Sorry, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to try and game manage this thing. It's not going to work. Uh, so I'm, I'm also going to go with the Jags win, but definitely not Tennessee to cover. Look, I don't think any other team that has a chance wants to go down the tunnel and go home more than the Tennessee Titans. They're too injured and stuff. So I think it's going to be over as well. I think they scored Ooh. 56 points the last time they met. So I'm Ooh. still going to go slightly over. It's like by a point, but still over. Jags to cover 24 17. 
Wow. All right. Opposite Jeez. picks here. Coach. Oh, <laughs> we have a winner. We already have a winner. We don't You're know. You're the expert. All right. So, gonna so I'm going to go here. for a tie and exactly 40. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I think I, I really want to go with coaching in these situations, right, for all the marbles. Because I think players play, talent comes up, but when the coaching really gets in, it's why I think Pittsburgh is one five out of the last six, right? I think really coaching gets into that. Um, so if I look at this, oh, I, I believe that Jacksonville will win the game. I believe that Tennessee will keep it close. So I'm going to go the Titans to cover the six okay. and a half. However, I like the over. All right. Um, okay. You, you see, you know, he keeps right. playing us because all the He take it away, you know. Yeah, keep playing. <laughs> keep playing us. If you, uh, if you look at the, the, the Titans' last four games that went over, it all happened in the last two minutes, right? Well, this one's for all the marbles. So when it's for all the marbles, those last two, three minutes, they generally, I don't want to say play well, but they play good enough to score points if that's three or six or seven, even in overtime. So I'll take the over 40, but I think the Titans will cover the six and a half. All right. Now we're going to have fun. This one's fun. Yujita, you're good? Shall we go to game number two? I, I, I'm good. I, yeah, I just took a quick break. All right, all let's right. go for game number two. <laughs> Detroit. I mean, you, you need I can't to break. Take I mean, this it. is, this I can't is take two it. tenths, right? All right, and, game and number two. And co coach has been saying marbles a lot, so you know, yeah, I'm right. getting hot up in here. <laughs> More marbles on the line in game number two. Yeah. Is the Detroit yeah. Lions. Just don't, play, just don't play with the marbles in your pocket, though. Yeah, yeah. let's go. <laughs> right. Don't touch the samosas, whatever you do. Leave the samosas alone. <laughs> Very ethnic of you. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So we're going to the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Another one that has a lot on the line. Coach, what are the odds for this one? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> sorry. Green Bay, oh my goodness, is favored. First time they've been favored in five weeks, ladies and gentlemen. They are favored by four and a half points. The, which is an odd number in Vegas, um, especially going into playoffs. Right. It's, uh, not, it's not a field a, goal. It's not a touchdown. It's somewhere in right. the middle. Yeah. It is an odd number and the over under 49. 49. Talk to me. Matt, I'm going to ride this Aaron Rodgers bandwagon another week. Yeah, oh, I, I Dar don't... Darla loves you today. That's that's what we're going to say. Everybody loves me. Uh I told you guys they're going to put one on Minnesota and keep us at that seed one going. And they did. You did. They did. Yes, you did. Yeah. And listen, these guys have come, what, they were four and eight. Now they're in eight and eight going into the play. It's dangerous, right? It's dangerous. People like Brady and Rodgers getting into the playoffs. And I think they're going to ride it more. I love Detroit. The fact that they're even, you know, capable of going. I want them to go on. But I think it's Aaron Rodgers is going to go out very heavy, heavy pass game. So I think the score is going to be over. So, you know, Christian Watson's going to have a day. Uh, you know, uh, Goff will have a day passing. So it's going to be probably about a 50 game. I'm actually going to go 30-22 Packers cover and the over. Wow. Okay. Right. Now, I thought about this one 
a lot as well. Uh, I think Dan Campbell has done an incredible job with the Lions. Uh, regardless of whether they win or lose this one, I don't think he has to worry about his job. They're building something that I think for the future will be great. But I have to agree with you there, Yujita. I think you don't bet against the greats. And Aaron Rodgers has been on a tear. Um, again, when you put them in these situations, win or go home, I, I have to go with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I did not expect to be saying this if you asked me four or five weeks ago. But here we are. They've turned it around. He said that there is a path for them to the playoffs. Um, I also think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Detroit show us some of that, you know, best offense in the NFL vibe that they had at the beginning of the season. Um, so I have it going 36 to 28 Green Bay, exactly same as your pick, Green Bay and the over. Inconsequential to the overall score between you and me, but let's see if we can uh, get a, get the better of coach on this one. Interesting. Um, five out of the last six games, the Green Bay defense is number one in the NFL. Wow. Not even so it's not just the offense, it's the defense as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're defense. Five out of the last good. six games, scoring all of the above. They are the number one defense. There was one hiccup they had. We won't talk about that. So five out of the last six. Yeah. So I'm gonna take that and go the under. All right. Okay. Now, the four and a half is what really I'm not sure, right? I don't know what combination of points that just really works into that. Um, there's an interesting stat, um, or not a stat, but a, a player prop uh, bet on over-under of drop passes by the Green Bay receivers. Okay. And it's five. And so I think they will be uh, – sorry, it's four and a half. I think there will be more than that, and I think they will be at opportune times. And so I think that will drive that AR guy completely nuts. Um, and I think it will happen early. So I'll take Detroit. I'll take them to win outright and cover. Um, wow. I like the other just because how good Green Bay's defense is playing. So that's a bit of a U-turn of what you said earlier in the episode. Yeah, going Aaron Rodgers, huh? Yeah. All right. I, hold on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're holding. Yeah, holding our marbles. Let's go. All right. Game number three, the New York Giants at the Miami nope. Dolphins. Are the they, no, the New York Jets. Apologies. There at the Miami Dolphins. Coach. Miami with a third string quarterback, mind you, as we understand it, are still favored minus two over under 38 and a half. Now, what I'm wondering is, is their third string quarterback equivalent to the Jets starter? Who knows? Yeah, I, I think with this one, the Jets are a little bit sore from, you know, what they had throughout the season and not being able to make it over the hurdle for the playoffs. Miami starting with the third string quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater out with a I don't know, it was a thumb injury or something like that. Obviously, two was out in concussion. Um, I don't even see this being a close game at all. Um, I see the Jets really kicking into, in all cylinders, and I see uh, I expect a complete collapse by the Miami Dolphins. I mean, it was it, it's been coming for quite a few weeks. So I'm going for a 31 to 6 score oh. to the Jets. So I have the Jets easily winning outright, covering the spreads. Oops. Still and it's, stay, it's still under by by about a point and a half uh, because I just don't see Miami with a third-string quarterback getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have a winner because 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Miami because, uh, you know, Boom. yeah, Skyler Thompson, he's a, he's a good pocket presser. We've seen him a little bit. Despite all the injuries that Miami have, they're a minus, they're a minus two favorite. There is something going on. There is. And, you know, the Jets, they're not great at defending the run. They're secondaries, all right. And they, they don't have a running game. So I think Mostert is going to have a big game here. And they are going to win it. They're going to get into the playoffs somehow. Uh, it's either them or Pittsburgh, I think, <laughs> if they have yeah. to lose. But Miami wins and covers. And I'm, I think I'll go over 24-20. The opposite pick there. Coach, yep. give me some we double have, points. Have a winner. So obviously Vegas knows something that we don't. And I think they know that even as bad as your quarterback is, just throw it to that Waddle guy and throw it to that Hill guy and throw it to that Jacecki guy and then Mostert on a few screens and you can't lose too bad, right? So um, I like Miami to win and cover, um, but I, I, I'm, I really just like the under in this game. I don't know why. I don't think the Jets are very good offensively. Um, I don't think they'll, the Dolphins will blow it out of the water. Um, so I will. I'll, I'll take Miami to cover, but I like the under 38 and a half. All right. So you're, so giving, each, uh, yeah, you're giving each one of us an opportunity there. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm so, just looking at my notes. So we I'm got the first to, game. No, no. So I, I can get, in this one, I can get one double double points and you can get one. So it's, I mean, it depends All right, on enough with the mats on a Friday. All right. Let's go. The fourth game. Yes. Minnesota at yes. Chicago. Yes. Usually a tiebreaker. We clearly don't need it, but we're going to use it and it's going <laughs> to count gonna towards play it. We're going to play it and it's going to count towards the Let's final play. scores. Coach, give us the odds for this one. So first of all, our old friend Mark, he would be dying because Minnesota, no respect, and Minnesota's terrible in one point and three points and five points, and then all of a sudden they play my Bears and they are minus <laughs> seven and a half. We finally give them respect against my Bears. Um, so Minnesota minus seven and a half. An odd number 43. That's that's really kind of an odd number with Minnesota expecting to um, rest quite a few starters in this one. All right, Eugita, got to start. Uh, Eugita, share with us. Go ahead. All right. You know, here's the problem. You, you want Chicago to cover this, but the only way Minnesota loses is big. The, the the four games they they they've lost is by you know two scores three scores and I don't see Chicago without Fields by the way who's not playing without Fields I don't see them you know winning this by and so if it's a close game we know Minnesota is going to come out and win so I think unfortunately I'm sorry Mark Minnesota is still going to do it uh, I think 43 was the uh, over under yeah. was it yes sir. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll keep it at I'll keep it under actually at uh, twenty seven twelve. Oh, twenty seven twelve. Okay, well, all right. I'm gonna roll with my man Mark Sherman here. They're not gonna win the game, but they can roll at least bones, cover. Baby, roll they, them up. They go. can at least cover, right? So I I think Minnesota rests a lot of players as well. Chicago obviously without the starting quarterback, low scoring game. So I agree with you, Eugita. There's gonna be the under. I'm going for a well. well uh, they don't necessarily have because they're still fighting for second seed, so they need to go out and win this. They'll win it, 
they'll win it, but I think it's 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 gonna be a low scoring game. So I'm, hey, I'm it's week 18 and all the marbles. We don't know yeah. what'll happen. <laughs> yeah, there's this marbles. There's These marbles, marbles will there. stay where they are. Uh, worst case scenario, <laughs> they end up with uh, with a third seed, whatever, right? So I'm going 16 what? to 10. Where Minnesota. 16 to 10. So Chicago covers the seven and a half points. It stays under. We've got so many opposing picks, Yujita. <laughs> this is going to be... Uh, one of us, one of us has Someone... gotten this completely wrong. Like, I don't know who it is, but it's not going to be close. Or, or, <laughs> or, or one of us really likes McDonald's. Oh, one of us really likes McDonald's. All right, coach, let's do it. We, we, we may have to watch the recording of this two or three times just to make sure we get all the picks right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I just don't like Minnesota in this game. I, I think um, now I, I will say had Justin Jefferson gotten, you know, 10 catches for 120 last week, I think they would have pushed him to break Megatron's record this week with a couple of touchdowns. I, I, I think they'll play their starters the first quarter and sit. So that's why I think it'll go under. I'm struggling with this seven and a half, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I can see this very much being like a 17-10 um, or a 24-17 game. Um, so I'll go the under um, 43, but I do. I, I think the Bears cover this 7.5. Uh -huh. uh, sorry. I, I'm just we're wrong on this one, you need to get the double I mean, points. And I really hope it doesn't come down to this one. I really this do. Is all going I'm going to really right complicated. Now, gentlemen, I would love a tie. I would love you guys. I mean, to can you imagine both that? Of you have to go to McDonald's and sit oh. for eight hours. Nah, hey, we, we didn't agree I to watch that. on YouTube. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Here's, here's the deal. If we tie, coach goes to McDonald's. Oh, I That's love a good it. Deal. Oh, I That's love a good it. deal. Yes. Take it. <laughs> Take it. No. Yeah. You can't get better than this. You know, 18 weeks, we tie because of you and you know your what? damn That's picks. fine. If you guys tie, I'll go. All right, said it. we it's got on it. The record. We got it. But it's just, on the record. Josiah will eat the cheeseburgers. And don't bring that poor guy into everything. Come on now. All right, now All right. in the playoffs, um, we've got a few people that would like to join the podcast as we guests. Want them. Right? Yes. yes. Uh, so I know you've got your statistician coach that you want to bring onto the podcast. Um, got to bring the musicians. I've got uh, my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law, Kansas City oh. and a Cincinnati Bengals fans who want to weigh Whoa, in on that as well. Yeah. So if they, if they go up against each other, we might have them uh, come in here and also uh, tussle it out. So we've got a, a few guests lined up for you guys in the playoffs. But what an amazing regular season this has been. Hey, and and if Green Bay does get in finally. Darla, you know, we, we got to bring Darla back. I have Darla. Absolutely. Hey, Absolutely. listen, if, if if Philly gets in, oh, wait, are they getting in? If they're the first seed, maybe we bring Tom in. If New England Tom, gets in, we got to bring New England guy. Yeah, we, we're going to have a good playoffs. Good playoff season full of guests as well, different insights here. But, guys, I want to thank you for an amazing regular season. This has been a lot of fun going through thank this. Thank you very much. Week it's by week. Uh, and can't wait to see you guys next week to see the results of the pick six. And Ooh. maybe after that, we can relax and stop the competing and just ah, talk about the yeah. playoffs and worry about yeah. our teams. Oh, no, hold it's on. It's been our very stressful. Our <laughs> teams, hold on. Our teams? Uh, yeah. You mean, yeah, my team. Your team. <laughs> Root for my team. So I, I cannot wait next week if for some reason you end up the four seed. 
I am. I can't oh. wait for the podcast with Dallas. It's, it's still, with Dallas, still is the, the number one seed. Oh, it's still the playoffs. Still, still the playoffs. And you don't, have matter. To play don't matter. Don't matter. F and Brady. Don't matter. don't matter. Ain't a thing. Ain't a thing. Yeah, it's easy when you know you're in the playoffs, anyways. Right? Exactly. Four yeah. Or five. I do four or five. Is that, do I have four that five? Right? Yeah. Four or five. Four or five. Yeah. Four or five. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. But look at replay of last year's wild card. Yeah, we like a rematch. Um, just quickly, uh, yeah. Mohammed, who's going to be your coach? Ah, see, again, last week we got knocked out because we moved away from the run game. Um, to go into the fourth quarter, <laughs> 21 to 10. What is it? Tw- 21 to 10. Yeah. Uh, 21 to 10. Yeah. And at one point we were 14 to nothing ahead. Um, I, I said it in the in the chat. I'm like, what are they doing? I did. Yeah, we I saw did, what we no, saw them live. I identified, you know, the weakness that we had with JC Horn being out, and Tom Brady found Mike Evans again. He hasn't found him since week four, and all and of a again, sudden, and again, three times, again. just over the top the, the, outside. It was just there was, was no brutal. aging. There was no aging last week. Yeah, who's your I coach? Mean, Who's having said up? that, oh. having said that, I think Steve Wilkes has done an incredible, incredible job bringing this team back. Uh, we should he have been, be the we should have been the Texans uh, the, this year, but we weren't. We had a, a chance at the uh, at the playoffs. Sorry, coach, I had to, I had to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> Coach's forehead erect. For <laughs> having said that, <laughs> I know that we have started speaking to Jim Harbaugh, right? No. Um, that's a possibility there. We've got that ex Saints coach who's doing really well uh, who's that guy? in in the in the uh, TV booth and the analysis. Right, uh, he he would be a good one. He'll be a bit a, a bit more expensive. Um, it will be nice to see Steve Wilkes get it. It's nice. It will be like a feel good story. But honestly, we need we need a a proper head coach and we need a quarterback. We need to sort these two out. Um, and maybe, uh, did, did you not say Demico Ryan's was in the frame? Demico Ryan's is also there in the mix as well. Um, Jim Harbaugh. I, I don't know. I, I read that that's a, that's a possibility there. Him and Tepper having a chat. And, and Ryan's is, is possibly the best DC right now. But what yeah. you guys need is a we need QB an whispering. Yeah, we need, need a an, QB whispering offense. Yeah, yeah. we need an we offense. Just need a coach. QB. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe a, a solid, experienced coach with an up-and-coming offense coordinator. Yeah. So, coach, you shook your head. You said not Steve Wilkes. Who? Who in your mind um, think, you think gets that? I, I, I think they'll hire an experienced coach. I don't think they'll hire a first one. Yeah. Um, I read an article about the enemy coming there um, because he might can bring a quarterback. Now, I don't know exactly what that meant. They mentioned four or five quarterbacks. They mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way. Um, uh, so I, I just wonder about that. Um, I like Steve Wilkes. I just don't think he'll get the job as much as I'd like for him to. Um, yeah. I read another article where Paul Hackett, um, oh, the former Denver guy um, who, again, Cray, this is a way out there, far out there. If he comes, there's an opportunity to bring the guy from Green Bay as your quarterback. Oh, that would be, yeah. Uh, 
I'd have to uh, to change a lot of my negative perceptions on on the guy from Green Bay if that happens. Because I, 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 here's what I think about quarterbacks: you can be average, and if you yeah. put players around them and or an offensive line, you will win in the NFL. You know, the, the blessing in disguise for me of not reaching the playoffs this year is that had we reached the playoffs, they might have given Sam Darnold another year on account and, that he got us there. Yeah. And I don't think that would have been good for us at all. So maybe it's time for Tepper, who's a very competitive guy. He wants to win. This is not just a side project for him. Maybe this is, in the long run, a good thing for us. Let's see. But we did hurt if our I'm draft bet- capital quite a I bit. I have to be honest. <laughs> if I'm betting money, I'll put my money on Sean Payton in Carolina. I really hope so. I really hope so. We need yeah. someone like that. Huge right? for next year. Yeah. Huge. Because I think that owner's willing to spend money. I think he'll give Peyton the keys to the store. And I think Peyton can recruit a quarterback to come in there for a couple of years. Agreed. Where D'Amico Ryans or Paul Hackett, they might not can. This guy can. Yeah. All well, right. That's, my, that's where my money's at. Off we and, go. And that's the last time we will talk about the Panthers for the rest of the season. All right. <laughs> hey, up for that. <laughs> Thank no you more, very no much. No more Houston Texans talk. No more Texans. Yeah, and no Texans. No more Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, no more Eagles either. We don't have to talk about the Eagles. No, no, very soon. Well, I think one more week and then the that's week, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the and bye week, yeah, we don't have to talk for about For the bye week. I, they're <laughs> going to be the number five Woo! seed. It's coming. The number, number five, five seed. The Dallas is number one. Here we go. You guys such haters. Such haters. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys like, next week. Like, click, subscribe. Off we go. What coach? See you guys. Says, uh, see you guys.